Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Sacktown Movie Buffs. I'm Kier, and this is Jason. And today we are back with the second half of our top 10 films of 2005. So this is part two. Obviously, if you missed the first half of the show, we definitely urge you to go check that out. That was our number 10 through number six. Part two is going to be our number five through number one with some honorable mentions. And then you'll want to stick around for the very end because we also will be doing our challenge films for each other for 2006. So you definitely want to stick around for that. Well, without further ado, we got a lot of films to cover. So I say we just get right into it, man. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's start with your number five film of 2005. All right, my number five, we already talked about a little bit in the previous show because it was in the bottom half of your top 10. And that is... Probably where it belongs. Yeah. <laughs> that is uh, Hustle and Flow. So just a, a really good character-driven uh, drama uh, starring Terrence Howard as a, uh, a pimp who uh, wants to be a, uh, a rapper. Uh, it sounds like it should be a comedy or something. And it is funny, but it's actually a really good character-driven drama. It does have some humor in it. Uh, I think Anthony Anderson is really good in it. DJ Qualls, who doesn't get enough work, you know, from uh, Road Trip. Uh, he's really good in it. But yeah, it's the, uh, the first and uh, only time so far anyway that like a hip-hop song won the best song at the Oscars, which I think is pretty cool. So hopefully that will happen again sometime in the future. Didn't Lose Yourself win an Oscar also? The Eminem song? Maybe it did. I don't know. I thought it did. I don't I hate know. It. I hate Eminem, so I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't hate Eminem. I I hate Eminem, but he's talented. Yeah, I can I can reconcile the two things barely. Yeah, yeah. I can't I, stand I, him as a person, but he's a genius artist. What can yeah. I say? I, I find myself not listening to his music that much anymore. Um, really, you know, it's just the first two albums, really. Yeah, right? yeah. I don't. I don't. You know. When I'm like looking for some, you know, you know, and I, I love hip hop, I love rap, you know, when I'm looking for something, I don't, I typically don't gravitate towards his, when his albums come out, I always listen to them and I say, oh, this is great. And then like, I don't know, six months down the road, they just end up on the shelf somewhere or they're out of my playlist or whatever. And I just don't listen to them anymore. So yeah, yeah. Oh, that's me. So he's super but, talented, but I just don't like him. <laughs> understood. Understood. Yeah. Well, that's another story for another day. But great choice uh, for your number five. Obviously, it was in my top ten as well. And, you know, like I said, and we – these are our top ten films. So, like I said, it, you know, anything – and even our honorable mentions, anything that's in this list is, is you know, if I put it number eight and he's got a number five, it's a very small degree of separation there. So, uh, right. so yeah, definitely a great choice. So, number five for me um, is, is going to be – Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Ah. Um, so yeah, I just I just love that film. Um, it's a great action film, great action comedy. Uh, I like the story. I like I just like the concept of it. You know, like two two basically assassins, spies that are living together that that don't know that they're both spies and assassins. Um, I've seen it done the other way with like True Lives, where you know True Lies, where you know the husbands an assassin or a spy and you know the wife doesn't know but this is one of those unique ones where they're both assassins and they don't know that either one of them are what they do so they both lie about their jobs uh there's a lot of great action um you could tell the chemistry was 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 hot um uh, because after the film he left his wife Brad Pitt left his wife. <laughs> <laughs> so you know you know the chemistry's there baby you know it's happening yeah <laughs> so uh 
but yeah, no, just just a, a really fun film. One that I, I just watched a couple nights ago. Um, just just always really fun. I always have a good time watching it. So that's my number five, Mister and Mrs. Smith. Cool. <laughs> you want? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I've only seen it that one time, fifteen years ago. Um, I remember thinking it was okay, pretty good. Yeah, I just never went back to it, man. Sorry. That's yeah. Fair. yeah, it's all right. So it's not. I didn't dislike it. I'm sure I'll feel the same way about some films on your on your list as well. So <laughs> whatever. <laughs> number four, sir. All right, number four for me. I don't know if you've seen this one. Uh, is a movie called uh, Cachet. So. I want to say you showed this one to me. No, I don't think so. You may have watched it on your own, but I, I don't remember showing it to you. But uh, maybe. I don't know. It's 15 years ago. But uh, this is a uh, movie by the Austrian filmmaker Michael Haneke. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. But he is uh, a filmmaker who's known for some pretty extreme kind of movies like uh, Funny Games, the original version, and the remake, actually, of Funny Games. Uh, and uh, several other movies that are not exactly compassionate, I would have say that uh but this movie is no different really it's a pretty disturbing movie uh it's not quite as in your face disturbing as funny games but it is a, basically like it's a, about a married couple that uh wake up and keep finding uh mysterious videotapes in packages on their front doorstep and they don't know who's putting them there they don't know what the image on the videotape means but obviously it's like a mystery and it kind of unravels bit by bit. So, but I don't want anybody to watch this thinking it's like a, th I mean, it is a thriller, but if you're watching this expecting to have a nice tidy wrapped up uh, answer to the mystery, you'll be disappointed because it's definitely one of those movies that leaves things very ambiguous, even though it does reveal layers of the mystery gradually. Uh, but it's, it's, it's a great movie. I just watched it a few years ago and it holds up. Absolutely. Um, but it is, and it definitely has some, some shocking things in it. Although don't watch it expecting it to be like a bloodbath or anything like that, but it's a really great thriller. Uh, it's a great drama uh, from one of my favorite filmmakers who hasn't made anything in, in a while. So I wish you'd get back there. So um, yeah, my number four is uh cache. Cool. Uh, yeah, I, I've heard of it. I, I want to say that I've seen maybe bits and pieces of it. I don't know. I'm, I'm not for sure. So, um, definitely would be one I would have to revisit because I don't remember a whole lot, but you describing it, some of the things did sound familiar to me. So, uh, I, I probably just have to go back and revisit it at some point. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Great choice. <laughs> so, um, I know. <laughs> My number four uh, is going to be another very violent film, which is going to be Sin City. Um, this movie just got stars upon stars upon stars. So um, obviously directed by uh, Robert Rodriguez um, and Frank Miller. Um, Quentin Tarantino also assisted in some directing on this one as well. But I mean, it's got, you know, Bruce Willis, Elijah Wood. I mean, Mickey Rourke. Clive Owen, Brittany Murphy, Benicio Del Toro, Jessica Alba. I mean, there, there's just stars upon stars in this film. It's a really just really dark and seedy uh, film from, from the comics, basically. Another superhero movie that film that you might actually like, because this is kind of a superhero movie also, kind of. 
or comic book movie, I should say. So they're not really heroes Sorry. in this one. This one, I think everybody in this yeah. one's kind of flawed. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's just one of those really seedy uh, films. It's kind of a murder mystery uh, uh, investigation, kind of, if you will. And it's got a, it's a lot of different elements. It's kind of like multiple stories all rolled into one also. So, uh, but just a really dark, seedy film. Uh, most people have probably seen Sin City, but if you haven't, definitely urge you to check it out. Um, it's got a lot of good violence, um, if you like that kind of stuff like I do. Um, a lot of good action. Um, it's shot kind of like in like this really retro, kind of like black and white, grainy kind of color. Um, the, the imagery is just amazing in it um, with the color and the way that it's shot. So definitely one that I um, highly recommend you check out. Um, but that is my number four, Sin City. Yeah, I love Sin City. Um, it's I definitely have nothing against comic books, and I think it does a really cool job of kind of emulating the look of a graphic novel, you know. Um, and it's very film noir also at the same time. Uh, but yeah, it's I love that movie. It's not in my top ten, but it's you know, my runner-up stack for sure. Um, but yeah, it's really it's cool. I think I was a little bit disappointed the first time I saw it. I don't know what I was expecting, but it's one of those that the more I watch it over the years, the more. Uh, the more I enjoy it. So yeah, it's a really good movie. Uh, like you said, uh, it's it. 2005 was a big year for really violent movies, and that's there's a lot of blood, a lot of blood in Sin City. That's for sure. So yeah, oh yeah, cool. for sure, for sure. Cool. Number three. Number three, uh, you're gonna recognize because it is the one that I I uh, assigned you for this year. My number three for 2005 is Broken Flowers. So I'm a big Jim Jarmusch fan. Uh, I've, I've liked almost every movie he's directed, uh, and this would be way up there. Um, it stars Bill Murray as a, uh, a lifelong bachelor uh, who basically uh, finds out, uh, gets an anonymous letter in the mail that he fathered a, fathered a son, but he doesn't know uh, who the son is or who, who, who the mother of the son was. So he goes back to visit several of his uh, uh, prior uh, lovers, I guess you can say, to, to try to find out uh, who uh, who sent him that letter, who 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 had a son by him, um, and you know it's not really much of a spoiler to to know that uh, it leaves a lot of that ambiguous. You know, it's not it, it doesn't it doesn't tie up everything with a neat bow, uh, but it's a really interesting journey, and I think it's one of you know, it's kind of cool that this came just like a couple of years after Lost in Translation, because I think those are two of his best performances and the, the performances where he was, you know, had to stretch a little bit, not literally, but figuratively, you know what I mean? Because he's usually, you know, a comedic actor, but those two definitely uh, had him. Uh, I think Broken Flowers is probably the most like emotive you're ever going to see Bill Murray, which is still not very emotive, but it's uh, it's. Uh, for him, it was out of his comfort zone a little bit, I felt like, even though he's still very Bill Murray in that movie. But yeah, I think it's a really funny movie. It's a really uh, moving in a lot of ways, but it's still got that kind of dry, deadpan Jim Jarmusch thing going on. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoy that movie a lot. I think it's great. So that's my number three, Broken Flowers. Cool stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was my challenge film for, for 2005. Um, touched on it in the previous show. Um, yeah, I, I liked it also. Um, it didn't make my top 10 or anything. Um, but I, I don't know. It'd be pretty hard for me to watch a film that you recommend that I would instantly throw my top 10 anyways. You know what I mean? Just it would have time would have to pass for, for that to happen. And, you know, oh, it'll, just, happen. it'll happen. It'll <laughs> happen. 
15 months. Yeah, you, 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 probably have, you probably have a better shot of something that you recommended to me for like 2018 or 19. This is a little bit more fresh, a little bit more recent versus like, you know, 15 years ago. You know what I mean? Me to watch yeah. something and be like, that's instantly in my top 10 now. You know what I mean? I just, you know, it'd be pretty hard to, to, to break that, especially with all the honorable mentions and things of that nature. But no, it was a, it was a good film. I did enjoy it. So um, cool. Good choice. Uh, my number three is a very weird kind of a quirky film, but knowing who the star is, you know, it's kind of expected. And that is going to be The Weatherman, which stars Nicolas Cage. Um, it's a very, it's it's a, like a dry comedy, basically. So it is funny, but it's a very dry, dark comedy. And he, he literally is a, is a weatherman. Uh, he's kind of in a rut. Um, he's got a father that's, that's sick. Um, you know, he's got a son that he's, uh, you know, doesn't get to see as, as, as often as he likes kind of thing. And, um, it's just, uh, I don't know. It's just a really good, just kind of like, uh, dry comedy, dry humor, if you will. It's very, very funny in parts. It's, it's very emotional and real in parts. Um, but just, um, one that I haven't seen in many years, but one that I've always enjoyed and, and definitely do love. So, um, that is my number three, the weatherman. Cool. Uh, yeah, I like I like the wedding uh, the wedding man <laughs> the the weatherman a lot. I haven't seen it in a really long time. I haven't like, either. I, yeah, I may have only seen it at the theater. I think I saw it twice at the theater, maybe. But it's been a really long time. But I remember it's kind of weird because uh, you know, for a movie that I haven't seen in probably fifteen years, you know, it's it's it sticks in your mind. You know, I mean, I like I remember a lot more about it than some of the movies I saw a couple of years ago, probably. So, uh, right. yeah, I'm a big Nicolas Cage fan. I don't frankly, I don't understand it when people say they don't like Nicolas Cage or they think he's untalented or something. But like Nicolas Cage is a truly I, unique person. <laughs> I can understand people not liking Nicolas Cage, but I can understand people not liking anybody for very for various reasons. Um, I don't know. His personality persona comes across as somebody that, that they could be acquired, I think. And he's kind of really he's really quirky. And so if you're not into that, that style, I could see with someone not, not liking that. I, I don't understand anybody that would say that he's not a good actor because he is a good actor. He's, he's been in some, some really, really good roles and he, he can act. He's a really good actor, but um, I can, I can see people not necessarily loving, loving him. So uh, yeah, but I'll, I'll leave it at that. So. Okay. Well, I can't. So <laughs> <No, laughs> I mean, yeah, your taste, but I just, I, I think, I think, you know, you're missing something if you haven't acquired it. That's what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, he, he, he brings something really special to the table, I think. That doesn't mean he's always in good things. You know, he's... No, he's no. Good. He definitely makes some some some, some crap music, movies as well. But he makes yeah. a lot of really good ones. You know, I can definitely go to my shelf and there's probably at least, you know, I don't know, 10, 20 Nicolas Cage films. You know what I mean? So cause Yeah, I definitely he definitely is like a paycheck actor in yeah. some ways. But every, but he still does like the the the, you know, for every he seems like he does like ten movies a year, right? But uh, usually one of them at least is pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I mean, you can make. I mean, my favorite actor is Samuel Jackson. You can argue he's a paycheck director as, or actor as well. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. You know, because he's in tons of stuff every year. Also, some good, some bad. I I just think I think that. Samuel Jackson probably makes better choices of his films overall, but he's in a lot. I've seen movies all the time, like Redbox. I'm like, what the heck is this? <laughs> you know what I mean? I never even heard of this film. And it's like yeah, some yeah. little indie small movie. It seems that like Nicolas Cage will do anything you ask him to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're so. paying, he's, you know, who's buying? You know, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but, uh, 
But anyway, I remember liking the Weatherman a lot. I remember thinking it was really funny, but I haven't seen it in a long time. So, but cool. uh, yeah, good choice. Cool. Number two. Number two is one that I've been telling you for 15 years that you needed to watch again because you're wrong about it. Well, I, I've said it uh, more more nicely than that, but I think you should watch this movie again because it's so good and it's a Kier kind of movie. And that is the proposition. So mm. Kier loves violent movies. He loves Westerns. This is an extremely Check. violent Check. Western. Check. But it's yeah. garbage. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, the only possible thing you can have against it is that uh, it's in, it's Australian, and it is kind of hard to understand what they're saying a lot of the time, to be honest. But uh, this is a really great movie. It's it's so good. Um, it is an Australian western. It reminds me of Apocalypse Now in a lot of ways because it's kind of uh, Guy Pierce uh, plays uh, this guy who is uh, basically. Uh, hired to hunt down his brother who has gone insane, turned into like a psychopath. Uh, and uh, basically the movie is his journey to get to his brother to take him out, basically. Uh, so it's a, just a great movie. It's got a score by Nick Cave, who is one of my favorite artists. Uh, and, you know, Guy Pierce is great in it as always. Who else is in this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Danny Houston plays his, uh, his brother. Uh, it's a great movie. And Kier didn't like it when I took him to it. It was one of those parts like, this is a slam dunk. This is a slam dunk. And then I, you didn't like it. Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I think you should give it another spin one of these days. It's really good. Who knows, man? Maybe I will. Maybe I will. Yeah. Maybe we'll yeah. do a, like a like a rewatch show or something like that where we yeah. you know we we sign films that we both didn't like and then we make we make them because we think that we should like this film. We'll, we'll make each other rewatch it or something. So yeah, down the road. I think that's down the road. A good right? idea. Like I could I could yeah. I could I I could do a hundred shows on that with you. <laughs> yeah, I, but I'm gonna get to pick which there's ones so I want to rewatch. There's so, many, there's so many movies that you don't like. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> moving on, moving on to my number two. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember specifically what I didn't like about that one. And I, th I want, did we see that with someone else with Adam or somebody? I don't. Yeah, remember. we were with so, Adam. Son of the crest. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I remember neither. I, both of us didn't care for it. You loved it, but both of us came away like, "What were you thinking?" Um, so I, that's all I remember about it. So yeah, um, I can't remember exactly what I didn't like about it, which of course would lead him to say, "Well, that's why you should watch it." But I, I just don't remember not liking it. So yeah. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. Anyway, so right. I didn't mean I didn't mean to I didn't mean to say you're wrong. You were wrong, but uh, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to my number two, which is going to be a history of violence. Um, Another violent movie. Yeah, well, year. you know, if if you know, it, it was a you know, I don't know what it was about two thousand and five, man, but it was yeah. it was some violence going down, baby. There was <laughs> yeah. some violence going down that year. Uh, History of violence. Movies. Yeah, yeah. This one was a. This one is is one of my favorite. Just it, it's like a like a, a Jason Bourne, but like R rated and super violent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, basically. Um, as far as uh, Viggo Mortensen, he is basically a, uh, uh, you know, he's, he's living in a small town and uh, basically, uh, you know, working at like a diner. Um, and uh, there's two guys that come into a diner and basically try to rob it. And he basically takes them out. 
Um, and he does it so well that, uh, uh, you know, everybody's kind of wondering like, wow, you know, where did he get that kind of gusto from? He didn't seem like he had that in him. And it, and then it turns out that, you know, there's supposedly some people from, you know, back East or something of that nature that believe that he is, uh, somebody else and that he's been on the run all these years. And he was working like as a mobster for like this big time crime organization. And so there's people that come to town basically looking for him, thinking that he's that guy. And he's saying, no, I'm not that guy. And that's basically kind of where the story goes from there. So I don't want to go too much into spoilers or tell you kind of what the whole film's about. The only thing I want to tell you is that it is a very violent film and it's got some of the most like, like just craziest like uh, graphic, death scenes i've ever seen <laughs> just like you know like you know coffee being burned on faces and faces being like smashed in and just it's a very very violent film and i love it you know what i mean <laughs> so, <laughs> and that's why it's number two for me because i like that stuff yeah i like violence you yeah. know what i mean that's my jam and uh, so I don't know. I just love this film. Uh, like I said, it's one of my favorite films of all time. I, I, I pull it out all the time. I probably watch it not every year, at least once every other year. And it's just, a, like I said, just a really, really fun, great film. Definitely one I highly recommend, A History of Violence. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love that movie. It just barely, uh, just barely missed my top ten. So it's going to be in the runner-ups. Uh, for sure. But yeah, I love that movie. I'm a big David, <laughs> I'm a big David Cronenberg fan. So uh, it definitely could have been even more gory knowing his films. Uh, but uh, it's definitely a David Cronenberg film for sure. Uh, yeah, it's, it's great. You know, it's got that, that staircase scene that everybody remembers too, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, But yeah, it's a really cool movie. Uh, really very adult movie, also, <laughs> yes, <laughs> for sure. Yes, yes, yeah. definitely adult and also for kids, you know, also for kids. Um, <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure, yeah, yeah, just, for kids who adults. are, yeah. you know, uh, for kids who are, you know, 35. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, it's a very, very adult film. Number one, sir, your number one film of 2005, what's it gonna be? Uh, number one is yet another extremely violent movie uh and yet another one that i think uh deserves another uh another appeal in the court of kier uh and wow, that is extremely violent film that i didn't like huh <laughs> right right and another one that i think you, you probably should and that is the devil's rejects mm. so um i'm a big rob zombie fan i make no apologies for that <laughs> i've liked every movie he's made uh, different degrees, of course, uh, but I'm a fan of his his work. I think in a lot of ways he does the same thing as Quentin Tarantino, which is uh, project to the world. These are the movies. These are the kinds of movies I love. And he takes all these influences and he blends them together and he makes a movie that's that shouts like these are the movies I love. And and I think he you know his movie his movies of choice are different than Quentin Tarantino's, but he does the same thing and he does it almost as well. I think. So uh, I've liked all of his movies, but I think this is definitely his masterpiece. Uh, I think this is the one movie that does everything well. Uh, it's Of course, it's a sequel, sort of, to House of a Thousand Corpses, because the characters on the front cover here are the same characters uh, in, the, in House of a Thousand Corpses, but it's a completely different kind of movie. Whereas House of a Thousand Corpses was um, kind of a, you know, most of, you know, I will admit most of his movies uh, could be characterized as a Chainsaw Massacre ripoff. I get that, uh, you know, 
But uh, and House of One Thousand Corpses is definitely a, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre ripoff. It's a good one. Uh, but this movie is more like kind of an outlaw western, uh, just grindhouse epic, and I just love everything about it. It's funny. Uh, it's disturbing. It's action packed. Uh, it's got all these cool B movie stars in it. It's really edited well. Uh, it's got all these cool transitions. It's just a fun movie to watch, even though it really is dark and disturbing too at the same time. And it's, uh, yeah, it's just one of my favorite movies. I would not have expected it to be my number one. I mean, I knew for sure it'd be in the top 10, but I just kept, you know, bump, you know, saying like, yeah, I like it more than that one. Yeah, I like it more than that one. And before I knew it, it's my number one movie of 2005. So I think it's great. It's awesome. My number one for 2005 is The Devil's Rejects. Cool. Yeah, I just remember it being... Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you. This one I remember more than in the proposition. I what I remember about this one a little bit more was that it, it just it just felt really mean spirited. It just didn't. I didn't think it was fun. Uh -huh. It just felt really like just violence and and terror for like like no reason, no 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 motive for it. Just it just it just it just wasn't fun to me. Um, so I don't know. Like I like violence, um, like anyone else does, but this one for some reason it just it just didn't feel fun at all to me. I just, I don't know. I just didn't get that, that general. It just felt really mean spirited is what I felt. So, um, I mean, cause they're not just outlaws. They're just, they're just, you know, terrible people. You know what I mean? They're just, they're just terrible people. They don't have any really big redeeming qualities. And I'm not saying that I've never watched any films where the characters don't necessarily have the most redeeming qualities. You could argue Dustal Dawn that the two leads don't have the most, but I would say that Quentin Tarantino's character in that film didn't, but I would say that, you know, George Clooney's character, he did, he just did what he had to do in order to get by. These, these guys are just, they're just killing people just for sport. And I just, I don't know. And it just, and it was just, it just felt really just sinister and mean spirit to me. So I think that's the difference between the kinds of action films that I like and, and that one. And, you know, I've never been a big Rob Zobby fan in general. I feel like he just, you know, makes the same film kind of over and over again, just, you know, just, I don't know, just mean spirit to be mean spirit is what I feel like about most of his films. They just, they just, they're just not that fun. I did enjoy the first Halloween remake. I didn't, I didn't care for the second one so much. I did enjoy that one, but all the other films that you've shown me, they just, I don't know. I just felt they were just, just like I said, just really mean spirit and just not fun for me. So that was my take on them. Hey man, if you can't handle it, that's okay. <laughs> I can handle it, but I, I don't know. Just give me a glimmer of fun somewhere. So lighten yeah. up a bit. Everything doesn't have to be so. Well, it's a big shootout at a whorehouse. That's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That was just my take on it. But uh, so yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, you know, who knows? Maybe I'll watch it in twenty years and definitely not put him number one in my top 10 <laughs> um, but uh I, I can definitely tell you that i'd be more willing to watch the proposition again over that one because that one i have a better memory of and i just i remember what i didn't like about that one specifically so i could easily put my finger on it so all right my number one is going to be thank you for smoking so um yeah i really I, yeah i've always loved that film yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I so do I. I just didn't think it number one. Wow. Cool. Yeah. No, I, I love it. I, I just think it's a great comedy. Uh, thank you for smoking. Uh, basically, stars uh, Aaron Eckhart. There's a lot of people in this one as well. Maria Bello, 
Adam Brody, Sam Elliott, Katie Holmes, Rob Lowe, William H. Macy. I mean, Robert Duvall. There's tons and tons of people in this film also. It's got an all-star cast. Uh, basically, uh, Aaron Eckhart is, is, is basically a lobbyist for uh, a tobacco company. And he's really, really good at his job. I mean, he can go and he can argue anything. Um, it, it's a comedy, uh, but it's like, you know, people that obviously aren't into smoking are kind of against him. And so he's always like kind of having a lobby for, 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 you know, people's right to smoke and that kind of stuff. And it's just, it's, it's what makes it so good is he's so good at it. He just like irritates people because he's so good at making good arguments about smoking. And that's, and I'm, I'm not a cigarette smoker by any means, but no, but you know, he's, his arguments are so good and it's just really, really funny. There's a lot of different twists and turns that happen between him and different characters in, in the film. Um, and then he has like this, uh, <clears throat> this group that he eats lunch with. I think they call themselves like the, the merchants of, of death or something like that. So he's, he's lunch with like, 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 uh, like gun, uh, like, uh, like NRA, uh, spokespersons and, and stuff like that. And so it's just really funny that he has lunch with these, these people that are like, uh, really into, uh, you know, that are lobbyists for like these, these companies that everybody else would, you know, probably, or a lot of people would be against. So, um, I just love it. I think it's a great comedy. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, and, uh, definitely one that I've always enjoyed. Number one for me is thank you for smoking. Cool. Yeah, I like that movie a lot. Um, I haven't seen it in a really long time, uh, but and I don't I don't own it or anything like that. But I, I do I do remember liking it a lot. Yeah. So yeah, fun movie, and it's kind of crazy. Like uh, you know, smoking was already. I don't know if you know it's been a long time since smoking has been popular at all. Yeah. But back then, like 15 years ago, it was it was even way more prevalent than it is now. Oh, for you sure. Know what I mean, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I think it's a, it's a good thing that it's that it seems almost weird that you could make that movie back 15 years ago. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, that is uh, our top 10 um, roundup. Uh, and then I will just run through my honorable mentions real quick. Um, yep. Number 15 for me, which is already on your list was the descent. Um, number 14 for me was uh match point. Uh, Woody Allen. always enjoy that one. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, 13 was The Squid and the Whale. Oh, yeah. Another really, really good one. Uh, 12 for me was Batman Begins. And uh, number 11 was Wedding Crashers. So, comedy. Oh, that cool. is my roundup. Yeah. Okay, my roundups, I'll just run through real quick. Uh, and a couple I forgot about, apparently. Uh, History of Violence. Great. We already talked about it. Uh, Squid and the Whale. Another really good, uh, quirky kind of family drama. Uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I think this is a really cool movie. Another one that I think Kier should be a big fan of because it's it's yeah. This is like the the year of like Kier like uh, the Kier we need to rewatch this one. <laughs> yes, yes. It's it's Shane Black uh, who you know wrote the screenplay for Die Hard and Predator and uh, the Nice Guys a few years after this. So it's just another. It's a really good film noir. Murder mystery off-kilter christmas movie it's a lot of good reasons but like oh one of my favorite robert downey jr performances too uh land of the dead uh george romero got to go back to his uh the kind of movies that made him famous it's not as good as night dawn and day i don't think but it's uh it's a lot of fun uh wolf creek yet another super violent movie in 2005 uh you know it's a really good i'll Australian, another uh, Australian, like a, it was a big year for violent Australian movies too. Uh, 
a lot of people, you know, say that no movie has ever really captured like the raw terror of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think this movie comes pretty close. If you're a horror fan, definitely check, check it out. If you're like a casual horror fan or you like just funny horror movies, don't don't watch this one because it's pretty grim. Uh, Sin City, which you already talked about, just a phenomenal phenomenal looking film. Uh, another super violent movie, Hostel. Uh, what is it about mm. 2005? Just like pain and misery and blood everywhere. Uh, yeah. uh, Hostel, I think the first one is a really, really solid movie. Uh, and then uh, Serenity. Uh, even if you haven't watched the show Firefly, this is just a really good science fiction action movie. So, and then uh, apparently I forgot about Batman Begins and uh, Matchpoint, which would definitely be in the runner-ups for me too. So, yeah, pretty cool. strong year. Pretty strong year, especially if you like, you know, a lot of blood and guts. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap it up with our challenge films for 2006. Uh, what was your challenge film for me? Uh, for you, I'm going to make you watch a movie that you've probably never heard of, but I think you'll have fun with. It's called, uh, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. So, yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it's a fun movie. It's, a uh, kind of a satirical horror film. It's available on Amazon Prime for free. Cool. I don't, I don't <laughs> have to pay for it, which is awesome. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All so, right. Behind it's the a Mask. Fun movie. I will check that out uh yeah this year i kind of struggled finding a whole lot that you hadn't seen that i had seen so you're fortunately you're going with gridiron gang man <laughs> it was the only one that i could find oh. that i really liked that um you that was, that was on your list that you hadn't seen so gridiron gang okay all right yeah the rock just a you know football movie so all right yeah. cool I think you'll like Thank it. You. I didn't love yeah. it, love it, but I, I like that. I thought it was decent enough. So I think you'll, yeah, I think cool. you'll enjoy it. So all right, cool, cool. I'm on it. Well, that's our that's our challenge film. So definitely stay tuned for that. Um, so when we do our whenever we do our our 2006 list, um, I'll be doing behind the mask, whatever the rest of that long title was, um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and Jason will be doing Gridiron Gang. So you want to stay cool. tuned for that. Well, we thank you guys all for watching. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed the uh, show. As, as always, if you uh, like the channel, we ask that you like. Uh, give us, please leave us some comments down below. Of course, always subscribe. And then always, of course, hit that bell notification so you don't miss any of our updates as we upload about two to three times a week on average. We thank you guys all for watching. We hope you have a great day. And we'll see you guys all again real soon.